and be sure to access the link in this episode for access to all its giving content. Hey y'all, in this episode recap, I'll be having my friend Evity. We've been knowing each other for about, damn, eight years and she has just always been there for me in terms of tapping into my creative side and just supporting me in who I'm becoming now and hopefully she can also say the same for me when it comes to her. Uh, She's just been a very, very, very great, 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 great friend and great person. And I can't wait for y'all to hear our discussion. Now, let's start the show. What's up, y'all? Welcome to It's Giving, where we discuss all things TV and film. This is your boy, your host, Brandon the Introvert. In this episode, we have a very special guest today, Evity. You want to introduce? You don't have to introduce yourself. Saying what you do, nothing. Just whatever you want to say. Oh, hi, I'm Evity. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Brandon. Of course, of course. I feel like this was a a long time coming. Um, in this episode, we're going to be discussing Snipe Hunt, Atlanta, season four, episode seven, directed by Hiro Morai and written by Francesca Sloan. But before we get into that, we're going to have a few little intro questions, a little icebreaker just to segue into everything. So my first question for you, Evity, is who do you think is most interesting than Al or Darius? I took out Earn because Earn doesn't. Okay, yeah, good. Earn pales in least, comparison. Yeah, that's my least favorite character. To all of them. Like, do, do you watch Seinfeld like that? I don't. I want to get into it. But I don't know if you, I, I think you should just try it, try yeah. it, especially with having Atlanta in mind. Cause I definitely think that was one of the shows, at least I feel like that they're modeled, that modeled the dynamics off of like, cause Ern yeah. reminds me a lot of Jerry Van gives me some Elaine vibes. Darius definitely gives me Kramer vibes and Al definitely gives me like George vibes. So I do and like Kramer, Elaine and George, I, they're the most interesting. Like even they were saying they had to get three powerhouse actors to kind of offset Jerry because he's kind of like bland a yeah. little bit, you know. Yeah. So I feel like that's how that's kind of how it was with like earning. That's why I left. Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. So it's purposeful that the, the dynamic you think. I think they definitely got a lot from Sif, and I think also Atlanta for me is like. I think it feels, you know, how it's not chronological and a lot of like plot lines and stuff. I even when you like look at articles, it's supposed to like basically it's experiences through a black lens, mm-hmm. um, moments like moments that you might talk about. Remember that one time that happened? Like I feel like that's what each episode is yeah. kind of like about, yeah. and it doesn't take itself too seriously. So I just feel like that vibe and tone is very Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld did not take itself too seriously. Um, it was definitely more about like the little nuances in society or whatever, like just the mannerisms and rules and all that, the unspoken rules. But I feel like at the end of the day, Seinfeld isn't going to have a a plot where you're like, what's next after, you know what I mean? It doesn't, It it's just a moment in time. And I feel like that's what Atlanta is. And I feel like now we're just starting to get like black TV where we can just exist it doesn't have to be this huge dramatic thing all the time it could just be an episode about we go to a park and some shit happens you know but it's just through our perspective but 
I definitely think it's Seinfeld is definitely one of its heavily influences to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll I'll give it another. I feel like I don't I don't think I've made like an intentional decision when I sat down and was like I'm gonna put on a Seinfeld episode. Like yeah. If it's on, I feel like I've watched and I just didn't vibe with it, but. Um, I I hear often like people really like like it. I understand it's like a it's a cultural staple. Um, it is so. much better than Friends. It's like you either like Seinfeld or you like Friends because Friends was so. Um, and you already know they ripped off Living Single for one, but Friends is so sunshine and okay. I don't know. It's just more. It's fake. Yeah. Seinfeld. The characters don't become better people. They like okay. literally stay the same. If anything, they become worse but friends <laughs> is kind of like very idealistic very mm-hmm. like very sitcom like seinfeld is a very anti-sitcom okay um like george the one episode like there was a fire he pushed all the kids and the grandma out the way so he could be the first one out mm-hmm. and that's like typical george behavior but friends they wouldn't do that like they would right. look down on that like right. so they're like selfish neurotic narcissistic type of people and oh wow the- okay fun to watch that play out okay yeah but yeah back to the question but yeah you should definitely watch specifically season three to five or six like that season three to five is like sign of golden six yeah okay but yeah who do you think is the most interesting van al or darius the most interesting to you because that could be taken in a lot of different ways yeah i feel like darius is the most interesting but Al is my like, my like that's my right. heart mm-hmm. character. Like that's mm-hmm. the person I'm consistently rooting for. Whose perspective, like, I always try to understand him, and I feel like he just has a good heart. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like the character development we're watching and all the characters to me all lead back to like Al's dream and talent, and it's like mm. everybody, everybody's getting. Um, you know, like they're getting positively impacted by his his story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess I'm rankings, but I'll say Al Darius. And Darius is interesting in the sense of like, I'm sure he's interesting to everybody. Like everything right, right. coming out of his mouth, it's like, oh my gosh. Um, so I'd say Al Darius. And with Van, I really struggled with her character essentially all series up until her her finale episode from last season. Um, Tawara, yeah. Yeah, and I think we just mm-hmm. talked about that not too long ago because um, I rewatched it. But I had struggled with her character because it felt a little, like, bland. And I don't know how deep we get into analysis, but I struggle with the actress as well. But mm. I think sometimes I worry, it's like, is it the actress or is it just, like, how the character is written? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like uh given that finale episode and then given this episode as well I this episode and the the Tyler Perry episode I think that did a better job of like um putting like the human experience the mother woman experience to her a little bit more to where I I also understood her a little bit better so ultimately Mm -hmm. to answer your question I just love Al I love the actor as well I feel like he's like amazing and everything um and I just feel like there's a lot of different layers to Al. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's this very, I, I don't know, he's very like vulnerable, very empathetic. 
Um, and it, I, I love the ways the show uses his character to show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely get what you say. Like, I do feel like Al is literally the the grounding for why they're even doing all these adventures and mm-hmm. have this money. And, you know, exactly. definitely that's something I didn't think about. Like, it's all based in his talent and his growth, really. They're all kind of tied to that in a way. Mm-hmm. And with Van, I get what you're saying, too. Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's either the actress or, and then I saw her in Deadpool, too, and um, Joker. I would, just from seeing her different performances, I think I know what you mean. Like, I think she gives, like, a nonchalant. Yeah. Type of thing. Like, she, yeah. it's just like, she's they, just say, they say, like, rolling and, like, exactly. she's just like, well, Exactly. Like she's kind of like that, yeah. Did you watch um the harder they fall? No, that's on my list. I'm so well, behind on that. You would you would really like it. You would really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I say is she similar to that? Because I feel like that's like a very yes. strong personality type. Yes, of and it's and it's like everybody on that on the Regina movie. King, Idris, like yes. I think is on Jonathan there. Majors, like everybody was like giving it they all giving it and these like it was a very fast moving story too and then she would come on and i'm like child she's just like hey <laughs> well <laughs> i guess um yeah i haven't seen her in the other one so yeah but she gives similar like literally it's funny like in deadpool too um i don't want to spoil too much but like her character is as like the most nonchalant ever like, yeah it's a reason for that. Yeah. But she still is nonchalant. Right, right, right. So, I, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. I definitely get what you mean. Which is fine. I think, like, it's like, that's why I say it's hard for me to separate is it the actress or the character? Because I think, like, I don't know. It makes sense how the, her nonchalantness in this show. Nonchalant. Is that a word? Whatever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So, but it would just, like, like especially like season one, I really struggled with her. I, I'm like, I get a new. She girlfriend. wasn't given nothing. Get get somebody. Get somebody else. Exactly. Um, but like I remember there'd be other episodes, like the Drake, the Drake episode. I thought she was hilarious in that. Um, mm-hmm. so like she has her moments where I'm like, okay, like you're a really good Van. Like mm-hmm. he plays Van really well. Like as I understand who Van is a little bit better, I'm like, okay. And Tarare definitely gave us a range of what she yes. could do. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like that she's insane. Like she's just a weird girl. Um I resonated way too much with that episode. I I rewatched, it. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched it and I was just like, mm, hmm Wow. I get it. I get it. I see beginning to end you don't even have to tell me the background of how you got here i've been there i understand so a whole new person a whole no and she's so funny like i the first time i watched like what the heck is happening the second time i laughed like the whole time so i'm like this girl's just crazy she's just crazy that's it and it's okay she got an edge to her too Mm -hmm. like a very calm edge i feel like yes that's my girl I would definitely agree with that breakdown. Like Al definitely is like the heart. Van, I think, I think Van has a lot of hidden layers. I think there's a lot brewing in her and it makes her kind of unreadable. And Darius, I view Darius as he's just an enlightened type right. of character. Like he's reached where everybody is trying to get to. And I feel like right. 
when you've reached that, you're kind of like not even a human anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I definitely after the experience for everybody else, which is what he feels like. Yeah. So let's get into the episode. Basically, we kind of get a rare glimpse into the family dynamic between Earn, Lottie, and Van, because I don't think we've ever seen Earn and Van with Lottie. I feel like Lottie is always with Earn or Van. Mm-hmm. And I, until recently, we haven't even seen Lottie talk. We don't even know her personality up until the Tyler Perry episode. Mm-hmm. So we see a little bit more of that. And I feel like with the backdrop of this camping ground setting, we kind of get kind of a vacuum of sorts. There's no other, besides the campgrounds person, but there's no other people. It's only focusing on them. And I think with that kind of nature setting, it gives us space to just, I don't listen and watch, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of, it's not Atlanta where it's a lot of like distractions, like literally the city of Atlanta, where there's a lot of distractions, a lot of stuff going on to focus on. We're only like seeing them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like seeing their dynamic lay bare, it kind of makes a lot of things apparent and makes a lot of things plain and obvious. Yeah. So I think this was definitely, especially with the Sade at the beginning, uh, like it, like the beginning and yeah, it was, it was a very, very beautiful episode. So Yeah. yeah, we get into that. I feel like, this type of episode, I feel like I usually break it down scene by scene, but I feel like mm-hmm. because I feel like in a way this episode kind of each scene kind of just blends together to make one large moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to break it down scene by scene. I'm just going to we just going to uh-huh. just get into it and talk about different pieces okay. of the episode. So I think the first major one of the first major things I notice was just how van and also before i even get into that i'm glad that this episode aired after crank that killer because remember initially, <laughs> <laughs> initially i was gonna have you on that episode but and i was telling you like i was like ever you got like a literary poetic artistic type of mind and i feel like it wouldn't be used to the best of his ability on that type of episode. Because it was very, like you saw, it was very like, it. I feel like it was light in a lot of ways, but it was just yeah. like, it was very action-packed, but it was just very like, it wasn't trying to say nothing large or anything like that. Right. So. It was funny. It was really it was funny. funny. Yeah. It was funny, but I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to use you to the best of your ability with that type of episode. And then I feel like when that didn't work out, I realized, um, with the season four trailer, I saw there was a part of Earn and Van like camping. I think I saw Lottie in there, but it was definitely Earn and Van camping. And I already knew that was going to be like one of their best episodes of that season. So it was just a matter of when was that episode going to air. So it was like, well, there was four more episodes left in the mm-hmm. season. So I knew it was going to be a 25% chance that the next episode would be that. And it turned out it was that. But that's perfect. So, you know, it was, it worked out really perfect. And I'm glad that we can talk about the episode, you know? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Yeah. Because I feel like there was a lot of, like, if it was in a book, it was a lot of, like, metaphors and little, you know, the plot devices and shit like that that I feel like they used. Um, And one of those, which I'm about to talk about, is 
the tent that Ern and Van constructed. Yeah. It was interesting that this was something that they both worked on. It wasn't perfect, but I <laughs> do realize that Lottie loved it. And I yeah. felt like that meant something. Yeah. Um, what did you like? Did you have those similar thoughts? Like, what did you think that tent might have like represented? I I love that. I loved um I agree with the like them building it together. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was also interesting the like we definitely got to see the history of their dynamic play out of like Ern didn't know much about the tent or like camping. He had just like bought the most expensive one, right? Something like mm-hmm. that, the biggest one. And the tent was an example, but they consistently would have situations where like Van used something and then uh, Ern would, would go and just like put money on it mm-hmm. to make it better, make the experience better. Um but I, I agree. I liked the teamwork effort of it. I think one takeaway I had initially got was like the contrast between season one, this like how Ern is consistently showing like all the concerns that Van had when it came to like money more, more specifically and how they were going to have a family mm-hmm. um, and build a family and how mm-hmm. he was not able to like address that. Like I remember, um, you know, like like at the ends when it was raining and then they had to leave and he was just like, leave it there. We'll just like get another one. Mm-hmm. And I could see how much like that meant to Van. Um, I loved it. I felt like it was mm-hmm. also a good like culmination and, and metaphor for the, the conversation they had in the tent of like, it's not about the tent. It's about like our family. As long as we have each other and we're fine, we can always mm-hmm. like, get another tent, move to LA, move to wherever. And I thought that was really beautiful. So yeah, I loved that tent part as well. That's a, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Like it kind of represents their internal home. Exactly. Yeah, their internal home. Exactly. And the fact that Lottie, even though it was like imperfect that she loved it and maybe whatever home they build together now, she'll just, you know, end up loving as well. Okay. I see that. What, because I was talking about nature and stuff. I feel like mm-hmm. how it blends well with how we're seeing them right now. But what mm-hmm. role did nature play in this episode for you? And also, I- like, in tandem with Kiro's, like, direction and stuff. Because there's a lot of, like, silent moments where yeah. there was no dialogue. You're just watching Lottie go through that, like, brick uh, little architecture. Yeah. She's getting a frog. Um, the water, stuff like that. Yeah. I um I liked your initial comment. Like I didn't even stop to think about that. Like the the fact that they didn't do the normal transitions where there'll be like a random character that does something funny. Mm-hmm. Um I obviously I, I recognize it in watching the episode, but I didn't stop to like process why that would be really important. One for the convert like the intimate conversation they were have they were having. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think I also liked, like, I don't know. I felt like they were, it was this weird utopia where they only existed. And I really mm. liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I felt like with the nature scenes, it really highlighted whatever Lottie's going through. I think we really got to see her extrovertedness, like, in that mm-hmm. Tyler Perry episode. And... I wish I could I could say this right, but like, 
I, I feel like in, in showing nature and showing her alone a lot, like walking around, wanting to leave her parents, I think for me, it was really highlighting like how she's directly impacted when they don't have their stuff together, mm. you know, and how like when they are together, she's like wanting to get away from them. And mm. I feel like with the Tyler Perry episode, like that really highlighted it for me because I'm like, yes, part of it was the funniness that like he was having the Tyler Perry, whoever was having her like record all these episodes or whatever but i also saw it as like she's probably trying to get away from van she's constantly Mm. not wanting to be with them because they're always you know they're not an anxious weird energy for a child yeah and how she even mentioned like she wished when they were on the canoe or whatever she wished her grandparents were there so it's like i feel like her character is consistently highlighting how they're like directly and sometimes negatively impacting her Mm. um so that's what that nature part did for me as well as just like i said like kind of isolating them um in order for them to have that conversation Mm -hmm. but i think also like i don't know i think this episode felt like a uh not not filler what am i trying to say like like a calming like we want to remind you guys that these are like humans having Mm -hmm. um trying to have like a human experience still and so i think like whenever it is in atlanta and there's all those background stuff like we get reminded like hey we're watching like a show Mm -hmm. that's like not real but i don't know this one felt like really real um Mm -hmm. and and i loved that part of it and i thought it was just like it was just so intimate shot so beautifully um there were no distractions so i think yeah i I loved that part and i love that um i love that they took her on that experience i feel like that's a really special thing to have like yeah old shoes turning i don't know but i'm like i I feel like if i was a child that's something i would probably really really love Mm -hmm. and seeing like just the dynamic between like the parents like right in front of you too exactly um exactly but that's yeah it was a utopia it was like a a a dreamlike almost type of utopia exactly for sure yeah i wanted to i think i'll ask this question first because i do want to get more into lottie because she's a very like even with just two episodes i find her to be a pretty like interesting cool type of kid i agree yeah let's get into that yeah let's get into that like Like, yeah like such a good job for us to just know lottie as like a a, a baby like a little baby child who's either crying or sleep or just doing nothing to just these two episodes alone like she's smarter than the even remember in um I think it was Earn and Van had a school meeting about Lottie, and the teacher said Lottie's very advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like, in general, Lottie's just she's a smarter than your average type of child. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What do you think about Lottie? I love her. I love her. I think like, um, I agree. Like in these short two or three episodes, like we're really getting to see her um, personality come out mm-hmm. and. I feel like uh, to tie it to their conversation too, I think they do a good job of highlighting how she is also a result of the fact that they're two good people. It's Mm -hmm. like whenever it's their own personal stuff that gets in the mix, they mess it up. But when they come together, 
they they do great things and i think mm -hmm. she's like the culmination of that um and i love like um I love how I just love everything about her. I love how she speaks. I love how she's opinionated. I really appreciate how they talk to her. Mm -hmm. And I think that that um, this is me just analyzing things that they're not talking about. But I feel like that's a testament to like how she talks and expresses herself as well, because they just kind of like she's the third person in the family versus this like baby child, baby that they, child. Yeah. you know, that they like treat weird. Um, like with how Van talked to her at the exactly. end of the Tyler Perry episode. Yes, like that was very that. like, yeah. I was like, you don't see a lot of parents that would talk to their child like that. And I feel like because of that moment, Lottie's probably not going to have any internalized stuff. Cause like yeah. the fact that Van, she, even though she, as an adult, as a mom, she knew <laughs> that Tyler Perry studio. I wish we talked about that episode too. I know that was hilarious. <laughs> that chocolate studio. She knew they were going to exploit her, but yeah. Lottie, as a child, didn't know that. But Van knew it was still important to her, so she still apologized, even exactly. though Van did the right thing. Exactly. She still apologized to her and instilled in her like, at a certain point, you're going to have to know what you stand for. And I, in the uh, podcast episode I had with that one. I said the way in which they talk, it was like Van was talking to like her inner child, her child and herself yeah. in a way. Cause like yeah. season three, we saw she didn't really know what she stood for. She just viewed herself as Ern's baby mom exactly. or as a, a as a, a orbiting planet around Ern. You know, right. she didn't view herself as a autonomous person. So right. I feel like, her instilling that autonomy into Lottie. And then I feel like what, I guess what parts of Earn does Lottie have? Um, I don't know. She can be shrewd. I don't know. Earn. Well, I feel like Van is more intuitive, but anyway, they're, they're, you know, but I do feel like that also speaks to just how younger parents will be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just That's like true. viewing children as almost like equals pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we're, my bad. We're, yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah. with you. I think I, I also loved that last scene. Like I, I remember replaying it and pausing to be like, that's not something I've seen before or considered mm -hmm. or like thought about like, how do you have a conversation with a child? Like, like that situation is one of those, like your parents took you out. There is no like explanation for why or yeah. apology even. Um, and I think like, it was so beautiful. I really loved that it was like, this is just how it is. Sometimes like you don't get what you want and it sucks. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to pause here to give you like space. Like I, I just, it's so simple and it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so I think like that episode, we saw her like more vocal for sure. Her personality coming out, she's acting, she's doing all these things. This one, I feel like it was her nonverbal behavior mm. that really got mm -hmm. to me. Um, again, just like seeing her alone a lot, seeing her not want to like um, play or not want to um, be with them. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, again, just remind, it reminds like the viewer that as you're watching Earn, 
run around Atlanta and Van being Paris and all these things, there's like a lottie at behind the scenes as well who's like, you know, it's like it makes you think like I wonder what she's thinking about right now. Like I mm-hmm. wonder, um, wonder how she's feeling and. Yeah, it was like the nonverbal stuff that I really liked, and then the uh, the what was it? What's it called? A, a snipe? The snipe. Yeah. I was, yeah. 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 Um, that was kind of one of those like th- that's the van and her the weird, sh- sh- you know, mm-hmm. saying a little crazy on the inside as well. Um, but also just like the magic of Lottie and the magic of children. So I really, I, I had really liked that they included that, and she was very mm-hmm. just like nonchalant about it as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, I caught him. You told me like that he was coming. Yeah, she's like, it's a snipe. Right. Yeah. We're not talking about it. Like, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed that as well. I think, um, I know there's not that many episodes, but I, I hope that they continue to like use her. Yeah. I want to see more of Lottie for and sure. And expand on her story. Um, and again, I'm sure she's like a trained actress and stuff, but like, I'm so yeah. impressed by her. Like, I'm I always like impressed how children can just. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like she, really, she really gets the all the stuff I talked about. That there's this little mm-hmm. girl, but she has all these like background stuff going on, um, and even like the car ride back, like oh, how yeah. she was looking at them, I felt like heightened my feels of like I cried. I teared up. Yeah, the background. You know, it's like how she was looking at them was like it's like I could see everything that she's possibly thinking. So that was just perfect. Um, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 this season. Like, I'll really put her, she's like the star of this. Uh, Lottie, season. yeah. Yeah. I feel like to see your parents in love too. And I think the way the direction was, we were able to just see things through her perspective in some scenes and really mm-hmm. like kind of understand what she was going through because things were just through her exactly. uh, lens. So yeah, I think Lottie... I think she's going to grow up to be like a very, like a powerhouse, creative, intuitive, emotionally intelligent type of child. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to Earn and Van's growth because mm-hmm. Earn was definitely very closed off. Mm-hmm. Van was kind of in the air, you know. So it's good that they can kind of get things together before their child grows up and right. you know, they're not messing things up. Right, exactly. Um, what did you think about that scene where Van is just like observing Earn? Because Van, like I said, like she's you it's hard to tell what she's thinking. She's very yeah. nonchalant. It was giving it was getting a little creepy, but then it was getting giving a little tense, but then it was giving a little warm. Yeah. And it was giving like, is she thinking about a life with him after like I feel like it could be interpreted in a lot of different ways. Like, what was it like giving? I think it's like everything you said, probably. I think like because after Tarara, we know she little yeah, you know, yeah. people I, in the pools and stuff. Exactly, exactly. I think it was probably like trying to. I don't know. I picked it up as like he's showing himself as everything that she's been wanting for a long time, and it was looking mm. at. Him like, is this real? Like trying to see, like, is this going to stay or like waiting for him to like say the thing that was going to um, make her upset or like ruin this like happy, perfect moment. Cause I feel like that's something we consistently watched in their dynamic. Like he mm-hmm. would like, 
um, teaser with, with the something in their life is going to get better and then say some dumb stuff or like make a decision to uproot their life. So mm-hmm. I was seeing it as like, uh, I hope like looking at him on some like, I hope this isn't too good to be true. Mm. Um, and also, um, I guess like trying to understand like who still trying to process and understand like who this person is kind of like with the comment I made at the tent, like how, mm-hmm. how, when he had said like, leave it there, we'll get another one. How she paused to look at him like, oh dang, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe this. So yeah, I'm excited. I think to answer the question and just an overall comment, I really like what I really like about the show is like we get these like specific 25 minutes into these people's lives specific 25 minutes yeah and it's like it makes you it makes conversations about the show really fun because it's like there's a whole myriad of things that were Mm -hmm. probably happening um that led up to it Mm -hmm. Um, or like you know what i'm saying so it's because it's kind of like when you think about again van's episode it's like i wonder what's the distance between that episode and like yeah how does she the restaurant the meeting the guy yeah like how how was her reunion back to atlanta with her daughter and her reunion to earn now that he's like Mm. in therapy and like wanting all these like decisions for the family so um yeah i really like that you you like you are asking about just like the looks because i'm just like i was thinking about that too and i'm like dang i wonder like where in time is she is she is mm-hmm. he even that they're they're having um, these experiences with each other? Mm-hmm. Like what you said, the very specific twenty five minutes where almost it's like a uh, we're seeing the resulting outcome of whatever, like the meetup back with Lottie, the going back to Atlanta, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just seeing it play out and like the effects of the moments that we don't see mm-hmm. or just hear about, and I feel like that's like the fabric of Atlanta, you know, just seeing these crazy moments and experiencing these very like individual times and places. Right, exactly. What'd you think of Ern's monologue to Van? Cause honestly, I, I don't you know if that first. was Donald, <laughs> I don't know if that was Donald Glover's like performance. Yeah. Or that was Ern's character. But for me, I don't think I was, I don't know if I, I'm not, I'm like 75% sold, mm-hmm. 80% maybe. But it didn't, I, I wasn't like, wow, he really loves her. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. And I think Van, her reaction, I think she wants to believe him. Mm-hmm. And I think she knows that she might be taking somewhat of a chance and she's Mm -hmm. just moving forward with it. Cause she might feel, she probably does feel the same way, but I think she's still, I think there's some latent hesitation. Cause I do feel like he's, yes, he's going to therapy, but I also feel like he wasn't feeling this way about Van until she began to distance herself and become an individual. And he, Mm -hmm. I feel like he was probably like, Oh, I miss her or like the fact that now he like in Amsterdam or Europe he couldn't really get a hold of her. Mm-hmm. Maybe even some people would go as far to say like control her even maybe mm-hmm. or predict her anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe he started having appreciation for her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I wasn't that sold. I yeah. wasn't that sold to be honest. I, like I feel like Earn is being too idealistic sometimes. Yeah. 
And yeah. I feel like Van is being realistic. What did you think of Ern's monologue to Van in, in that tent scene? Okay. So to be honest, I wish that they stretched that conversation out. Like that yeah. that's like what they were saying, how they were saying, like I wish they stretched that part out. Um Okay, hold on. I'm trying to take in like what you, what your answer was as well, because yeah. that's your perspective. Um, I think that I agree. I feel like Ern is being idealistic, and it was like this mm -hmm. word vomit. Mm -hmm. However, how he did it, and how he was saying it, I do. I felt like it was like his most honest mm. monologue that like most honest most vulnerable mo monologue that we've seen in a long time i think the only the only thing i felt like he wasn't taking into consideration in the in what he was saying was like his history with van mm -hmm. how and why she she probably like was struggling to trust it mm -hmm. however i do think it was like i don't know it felt like him very anxious very like I feel like I'm about to, I have this opportunity to like be with my family. I don't want to lose it. Like plead, like, you know, it was like this, like plead yeah. coming out at one time. So I think from that perspective, I, um, and he was trying to mention LA a lot of times. Exactly. You know, he was yeah, trying yeah. to do that. I give him that. Yeah. yeah. So he was trying to talk about it. I think like, I guess it, I guess like the reason it wasn't happening was Vans not wanting to do it at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like when it did happen the whole time, I was just like, dang, like this, cause I wanted her to have like a thorough response, like right, right. give her whole feelings and why. And I do think she gave a quick one, but I don't know, like it was a bit, you could argue that it was like manipulative. Um, and yeah. so like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and really uh, kind of you're cornering me, my daughter's asleep right next to right. me. In the tent and the can you tent, know it's it's emotional and it's intense so it's like that comment and this is a new perspective i feel like there's a uh version of me that's very like romantic and like mm. oh my gosh this is beautiful however um sidebar i read this thread recently that like bashed the insecure um uh series slash Lawrence and Issa mm -hmm. and to talk about how like manipulative their coming back together was as well using the um I'm so sorry now we're talking about a different show but I'll, no no I'll that's cool back. that's cool um using the example of like you know and the last season this was Molly's engagement party I think the the moment where Lawrence like uh comes oh Molly's wedding family. It wasn't wait, wait, no, no, they were already together. She. This is when she's still with um, what's his name? Nathan. Nathan. Sorry. I know Damn, what's right. his name. Oops. Um, she's still with Nathan, and Lawrence is telling is essentially like confronting her, like I still love you, blah blah blah. Oh, Tiffany's baby baby uh, birthday birthday party for the okay. baby. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So the thread talked about how how many times Issa was trying to leave that conversation and like saying, I don't want to do this right now or like saying no. Uh, and how he like kept going and like 
then it's like how much how many times was she just like manipulated or emotionally uh made to like say yes to something that mm. she say no to um hence my comment about the manipulation in the tent scene because i'm just like dang like i wonder had he said it like that like on the picnic table and she had the opportunity to like digest it a little bit more and give her response or give her perspective on like why not and stuff um like how different would that be because i feel like he was pulling he was pulling all the cards like i was just like dang like if you're making it seem like you know like now we get to be a core family and you're bringing up all this like emotional history obviously i feel like it's gonna make her uh want to answer a certain way but Mm -hmm. overall I felt I felt for Earn. I I took I I took it more so on the like uh, we watched him go through therapy and like he's able to really tie in yeah. a lot of his a lot of his like perspective and actions have been based on like a lot of deeply rooted stuff. So I think given that we have that perspective, I'm able to empathize with him a little bit more. And believe him. And believe him. Yeah. Which which I think relates to your uh your question on Van looking at him. I think she was constantly trying to test, like, can I can I believe him now? Like can can mm, I trust mm, him? Mm-hmm. Um and so I feel like we watched that happen up until the ten and she makes the decision that mm. like, yeah, I I will believe him. And to his credit, he was trying to bring it up multiple times. He probably was even trying to call her maybe he'd even like the moments we're talking about like the moments we don't see Mm -hmm. maybe he wasn't even trying to do all this at the the her you know sixth birthday all of that and i do feel like there's some markers that validate and help me believe i feel like for one when they were in the camp the tent he was like i don't think he planned that conversation out like he was shivering when van told him to come in and they just led into that and i think the positionality of how they were sleeping after the conversation with lottie in between well lottie and van there earn all the way over there Mm -hmm. now earn in between lottie and van and earn i mean lottie not necessarily being the only thing that connects them anymore now they're oh i like that you know what i mean Um, And then when they woke up, Lottie, we just see her legs because now she's like, she's still a part of them, but she's not the only thing that is defining their relationship. Like they're together snug now, you know, and the last part when Lottie is looking at them, I'm like, okay, I think all these things indicate, I think they're in like Earn and Van, they were just. I feel like throughout the episode, it was like just weird, anxious tension. They're just trying to, I don't think, you know, of course they don't dislike each other, but it was like a lot of like, it was given like they just met each other like last year or something like that. But we see they're really engaged and really in conversation. And the first episode this season, when Earn made it known to Van that I'm not going to leave, you remember that emergency exit thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was just like, I don't want to be like your exes. You know, yeah. he was like, I want to leave. And I view that emergency exit as them going from, because you know how it was like of a purgatory feel, all their exes. Like, I view that as like leaving the rut of Atlanta to the unknown because they didn't know where they're about to go to. It felt weird. It felt slimy. They were in the dark, but Van had to trust Earn and Earn mm-hmm. was leading the way. Yeah. So that light. And then they got, they were able to go through 
and they ended up at the you know blue bloods funeral they didn't know where they're about to lead out to yeah they made it out of that rut yeah. so i do feel like all of those things in mind like i feel like i'm like okay i get I it. Believe it i'll just chalk yeah. it down to that was just the performance yeah. yeah that was just the performance of the actor but um no i like how you yeah. tied in the episode that's true and I do think like it's been a slow burn of watching them individually address themselves. Slow burn, yeah. And then come together to to talk. I think that's why I just wish the the tent conversation was like a little bit longer. But longer, I think once yeah. you take into consideration how you just broke down, like this has been like since Europe, like or since even before that, right? Like slow. Mm -hmm. um actions and and events that were like slowly trying to heal them as individuals and then their relationship mm -hmm. and to bring lottie back into it i think um her her distancing herself and her um not really wanting to be hanging out with them like that mm -hmm. um made the conversation happen you mm -hmm. know like because imagine if if she was into everything they would all they would have to like put their whole attention on her mm -hmm. and i don't know it's like it's kind of like she she allowed this like intimate intimate conversation to happen so mm -hmm. um and she's like the bridge between them like she's the she what gives them i feel like i don't know warmth like mm -hmm. and connection but now we see like it's beyond just Lottie now. And I feel like right. that's what's going to be able to make them into a family. Exactly. Um, I feel like, unless you wanted to say any more on this episode, um, the snipe, I don't know. I feel like they had to add some type of, you know, how some- An Atlanta so, thing. Surrealist, yeah, like something. Yeah. But outside of that, it was a pretty, pretty normal episode. I, I feel like the beginning, you know, it's so sad how now we're just like, whenever we see like, a white man in the middle of the woods we do think is this about to be a racist episode yeah you know stuff like right. that but ended up being like pretty normal yeah for the most part but i agree I, mm -hmm. I agree i didn't i think like it was a it was a good like i don't know i i, I took I, I feel like i made this comment but like the magic of children and you know, yeah. how they're able to experience like the world a little bit differently than how we we see it. Mm -hmm. um, but I agree. I feel like it was normal. I feel like it was a, um, it was catching the viewers up to like this is where people are in their in their lives. Like I feel like we I've been knowing that Earn got it together and like he's he really did what he said he was gonna do in season one and he's gonna take care of his family but i feel like this really solidified this episode really solidified it mm -hmm. for me like i keep talking about that tent comment but even like when they were driving away and i saw the car and like you know like he had the mother of his, uh, his child there his child in the back and i was like dang like I was really able to see like episode one, season one, earn and be like, dang, like he really like did all this stuff. Like, um, regardless of anything, like the road to it looked whatever, but he really did it. He did I, it. You know, he's taking care of them and it it made me also want to believe and trust that like whatever's about to happen in LA, like it's gonna be a continuation of mm -hmm. him doing what he says he's gonna do. And it's that says a lot. Yeah, like it's gonna be good. This is a lot because mm -hmm. I 
consistently distrust Earn, to be honest. <laughs> me too. I don't, I, like, yeah, me too. I feel like family, we saw even just a glimpse of it, but the, you know, the one where the, his mom stole his granddad. <laughs> so that was, was a funny one that too. That was crazy. When the aunt, she said, oh my I watch Criminal Minds, so I know a sick mind at work. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy that was that was a funny oh my episode. gosh but we saw we heard him say to al i don't want to end up like this like yeah. i don't want so i think in during a therapy session i don't like i think family has been on his mind he wants a cohesive family he wants to do better yeah he wants to get better and even with that episode, i feel like the therapy episode, I think that's when he started to let go of that. Um, remember he did all that to that white lady? Which one? Uh, remember the, the author lady? He oh. Whole thing. I think he, like, let go of that part of that him. That was crazy, yeah. After that episode. Yeah. Um, like, that bitterness that, like, he's open and stuff like that. So, I do think we're on the path to see an actual, like, cohesive family. And, like... A strong connection between Ern and Al. I wonder how their relationship is going to play out in these next episodes. But I do think they have a they have a beautiful relationship, even from that like the Fubu episode, and then the one with New Jazz when he was like, um, "Remember, Al asked like, do I own my masters?" And I was like, "Damn, did Ern yeah. not?" And then he said, "You do," and I was like, "Yeah." I think Al realized, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Al realized he could like put his full trust into that because that's not something we hear about regularly. Somebody just owning their masters straight out from the jump, yeah, and stuff like that. So I I agree. Yeah, I feel like that pretty much ends this review. This is a really, really, really good review. Um, I'm trying to think of one last question. What has been your favorite episode of this season so far? Ooh. I feel like it's because everything is such in a, like a different genre. Yeah. Because this one is its own thing. The fifth yeah. one was its own thing. The Tyler Perry one. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. We have to have a talk about the episode like all we, we No, we will. That was a good, good one. I just, I, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. I would, I w- it won't be this one that we discussed. I think this one was like, like a beautiful, like a calm. Calm, like, yeah. You we know, can have a direct conversation about exactly what happened. Um, I really liked Al's episode of the scavenger hunt he went through. Um, oh, with Blue Blood? For, for Blue mm-hmm. Blood. That was the same episode of the mall thing, right? With yeah, yeah, with um, Van and Ern because they ended. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I would say that was probably my my favorite. Is that also where Darius had the that lady? The white lady doing oh that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said she <laughs> she said I would rather die than yes. let you pick that air fryer. Brandon, that was so crazy. Um, so I had, I think I had the most fun watching that one because there was a yeah, lot of different things good. happening. Um, so because even the like how you were able to analyze that episode into this one, it's like as you watch it, I wasn't able to do that for them. Like, I thought 
I loved the how they set it up. Like I thought that was such a funny concept. Like all yeah. your all your exes come and then you like I love that they used that as a space to like clear the air between the two. Cause mm-hmm. it was like they have to in a moment of like literal survival have to address like each other's past. So I thought that was so funny. Um mm-hmm. and like well done. And I loved it for Al because I I felt like it was a good like artist development moment, another good artist development moment for him, but also just like personal at the same time. Like I just I just love his character. Like mm-hmm. I think they do the the best uh, again, just like character development with him because he he's constantly having to like look at himself differently and like empathize with other people. Yeah. And they just do a good job. So I really enjoy it. I think that one's probably my favorite so far. And I thought the Tyler Perry one was like one of, one of the most hilarious episodes that of anything. That was funny. When the grandma put out the gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, like, how is this allowed? Like <laughs> he said, he said. She said, "Are you not a Kirkland chocolate woman? You are like a single mother that cannot, can't even afford to take care of her daughter." He said, "Around the way, like friend." He said, "A gun-toting grandmother, the light-skinned former inmate." <laughs> like why? And it's like I felt, and I'm not sure. Like watch Tyler Perry be involved. Like you know, it's probably shot on his campus or whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. that was crazy. Um, that was a, I love that episode. And the other thing about the um the scavenger hunt episode, I loved the D'Angelo. Was that is that? that oh no, that was the, that was that, that was the third that's episode. That's different one. But I so love that. D'Angelo. Yes, I don't know why, but it cracked me up because I um I was just talking. I I'm always talking about D'Angelo because I feel like he's this like he's this like artist that we all know and love and it's like where is this guy he's a vague network of people and- exactly so i thought that was so funny like i just love this show um they find very relatable like the most random relatable things that i feel like we're talking about and mm-hmm. they really like stretch it out and expand mm-hmm. in a lot of crazy ways um but then, like, overall, I just really appreciate, like, similar to Insecure, I just really appreciate getting to be in my 20s watching this in Lifetime, yes. you know? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like there's multiple times we've been able to say, like, I related to this episode or I related to this um, character. And I just think it's really important for us to be able to have that in art specifically. Because I think, like, especially this year, um, and I'm sure you can relate, like every, everybody's going through it, however it is they're going through it. And right, I feel like right. it just makes you sit back and just like laugh and be like, dang, like this is just going to be part of it. Like it's going to continue. Like I'm, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's like multiple, we don't have to get into each other. There's like, there's multiple moments of things that happened this year. And I'm like, I can't wait to write an episode about this because right. <laughs> this is crazy. I feel like we're going to see a lot of like pandemic stuff in their twenties. I feel like maybe in the next five years. Yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like this show definitely articulates a lot of stuff that we all, the Tyler Perry episode, the D'Angelo thing, just like a lot of black stuff. I feel like they're able to just show in like complexity, nuance, and like just being simple about it too sometimes. Right. 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 Yeah. Agree. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 
really looking forward. Episode eight premieres tonight. And then after that, two more episodes. And then the whole series is like over with. So I feel like people are going to catch on to how good season three and four have been. More so four, but maybe down the line. But I feel like it's only those that appreciate Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like not a lot of people have been. I mean, they were on a four-year hiatus and they came back. So I'm sure they lost a lot of like consistent viewers. But I feel like not enough people are talking about it right now. Yeah. But I think people will catch up to it as the years go by. I think so, too. And I also think it's one of those shows that just finds you when you need it type of thing. Finds you when you You need it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I also like... I feel like, um, like probably like last season, I wasn't really paying attention to it like I thought. But mm-hmm. then it takes like it took the finale episode for me. Really, dang! Like, yeah. wait, I understand what they're talking about here, and then I wanted to like rewatch it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I really wish I could. That's why I, I talk about season one because like. There was nothing like finding this. Like it was really like a special show to find. Like it was like yeah. a special thing. So I'm excited for um, people to just experience that however they do. Yeah, definitely. And like I didn't even watch it. I knew I was going to like Atlanta, but I didn't even watch it uh, until like literally right before season three came on. And I'm glad I'm watching it when I'm watching, but I wish I watched it years back like when it first aired because i didn't i haven't seen and we'll talk about that too like they 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 don't describe themselves as afro surrealist but they definitely use afro surrealism to um give the tone of their series i feel like and i haven't seen stuff like that and i feel like it's a like a form of like free expression that you can like do some alternate reality stuff with like just being black and stuff. Cause it is an alternate reality, you know? So it's kind of easier to kind of tap into that, like surrealist type of vibe. But yeah, we're looking forward to the, the end of season four, end of the whole series. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I really appreciate it. This is a really, really good conversation. Absolutely. This was fun. Yeah. Excited for, we should talk about, I'm excited for these next episodes and then like I'll call you or something because I'm mm-hmm. I like we talked about I feel like this one was really literal but literal I, yes uh-huh you know, so I'm I'm really interested when it's like the different ones and like how like because I feel like this is one of those shows where um when you talk about it people pick up on way different stuff yeah and again yeah. it's because I think they do a good job of like meeting you wherever your life is at Mm-hmm. Um, and so that surrealism part helps here. So I'm excited uh, to see what they do, and like we can cont- continue the conversation. Let me know. Let me know if you're trying to be back on. Let me know because I like having the back and forth because sometimes it's like difficult to just me talking to myself and yeah. stuff like that and engaging. Yeah. So I am trying to do more like with just dialogue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, thank you for having me and congratulations on of this course. show, killing it. So I enjoy thank it. Your episode. Thank you so much. So that is the end of this episode. I will be here for y'all for episode eight. 
if you're watching this, this episode will probably come out a little later than usual. That's all. It's all good. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. You said what? I said thank oh. you so much. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, all right. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.